0: And seated, would you mind standing for the reading of the word? Acts chapter 8, verse number 35. Got three scriptures I want to bring to you. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Acts verse number 4, verse number 2. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Acts 18 or 17, verse number 18. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and the Stoics encountered him, and some said, what will this babbler say? Other some, he seemeth to be a setter forth of strange gods, because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. Amen. You can be seated. He preached unto them Jesus. We find in the word of God that that Philip, was uh, was caught up in the spirit and and uh, and drawn to the eunuch and and he as he came he he heard him reading the word of God and he was reading from isaiah fifty three and he asked him he said, Do you understand what you're reading and he said, How can I understand except some man help me so we understand from the word of God that Philip preached unto him Jesus, what exactly did he preach unto him you know you can you can you can separate uh, Jesus from his ministry on, on on earth miracles signs and wonders the great power of God as God began to move and you can look at the ministry of Jesus Christ that he came to heal the sick, He came to deliver those that were in bondage. And you can read all of the things and the many, many things about him. In fact, I believe it was John that said this. If all the things that could be said about Jesus were said or written there would not be books enough to hold all the things that were written and so when we focus on the miracles when we focus on the on the goodness of of Jesus Christ he he broke the bread and and he multiplied the loaves and the fishes one after another he could have told them all of these things he preached unto them Jesus. But now I want you to notice what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 22. He said, "For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom." Verse 23, "but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. We preach Christ crucified. We preach the cross." But it doesn't stop there. To preach the cross is to expound on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's not just two symbolic poles. It's not just two symbolic pieces of wood. It's not just something that hangs around your neck. It's not just that we are paranoid and, and, uh, and just the death of Jesus and, and uh, we, we are, are immersed in the death. Oh no, it's not that at all. But it's the resurrection that brings hope. Yes, it was necessary for Jesus to die. Sin's awful cost must be paid. But the believers didn't rejoice because he was dead. Believers were, are overjoyed even today because he lives. He's alive today. Because he lives, I can have life. Because he resurrected, because he's alive, there's a the Spirit of Almighty God in this place. Because he lives, Brother Steve, you can be healed. Because he lives, there's healing and there's hope in the house of God today. Because he lives If you could just understand for a moment, they preach Jesus. They preach the resurrection. They preach that he's alive. And because he lives, he can meet your every need today. Because he lives, he can deliver you from sin. I can repent. And his shed blood can now redeem me. How do I repent? It's so easy. You just say, God, please forgive me of sin and allow something incredible to take place. The miraculous changing of the mind. The presence of God that comes through. Whenever Jesus is preached, there is a feeling that comes into the place where he's preached, whether it's on the road, whether it's in a house, whether it's in this sanctuary today. This sanctuary was built and the purpose that people would gather together and that Jesus Christ, his word would be preached. That people that had no hope could now have hope. People that had hangups and difficulties in life, could turn to Jesus Christ and let the redeemed power of the Holy Ghost let the presence of of the Lord begin to move and minister in every life to bring deliverance to bring hope every fault every sin every pain or hurt or need I can bring it right now to Jesus Christ as we close this service I told you, I promised I I would be quick. But I don't want us to be quick at the next part of this. Our response to God. Shall we stand? Our response to God. As we respond to the presence of God, there is enough healing in this place to heal everybody. There is enough forgiveness in this place to forgive every sin. There is enough answers in this place to answer every question. Enough power in this place to do everything that you need Him to do today. Hallelujah. The scripture says <clears throat> Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us. He ever lives, He always lives just to make intercession for you and I. Hallelujah. Didn't spend a long time but Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of your life. If your life is empty, try Jesus Christ. If there's stuff and trouble and things in your life, turn to Jesus. Come on, listen to me folks. Let's not be distracted right now, but let us this is a, this is a very very important time. I'm reaching to someone Someone in this house, the presence of God is here. The Spirit of Almighty God is right here, right now. Let the shed blood of Jesus Christ bring redemption and hope. Hallelujah. If you need something from God, I'm opening these altars. If you need an answer, if you need a touch from the Lord, if there's things in your life that you need done. If there's problems, if there's difficulties, whatever it is, would you step out and make your way to the front? In fact, why don't we all just make our way to this front?